You're listening to the most important podcast with Sunil Singhvi. I'm fascinated by people. I want to know what makes them tick. I want to know what they care about. So I came up with this idea to create a podcast where we ask people what's the most important things in their world. So we go through a whole series of questions. What's your most important possession? What's your most important memory? What's your most important piece of advice you've ever received? And of course, what's your most important mistake you've ever made? Every week you're going to hear from someone. Some weeks you'll recognize the name and other weeks it'll be someone brand new into your world. Now, today's guest is Claudia Winkleman. You don't really need to explain who Claudia Winkleman is if you live in the UK. But for those of you that don't know, uh, she's been on our TV screens for some 20 years. She's got a trademark sense of humor and incredible warmth. And I think she's really at her best when she's with contestants or with other people. She just brings something out of them. She puts them in a position where they feel naturally at ease. And whilst at ease, they're able to become themselves even more. And I think that's the compliment that I would pay to Claudia, is that she allows the people around her to be even more them. Every year, she brings an energy to Strictly Come Dancing that really breaks down your distance from those contestants and dancers almost instantly. Almost instantly, you feel like you're amongst friends. Almost instantly, you feel like you're part of a gang, part of a conversation, part of something fun that's going on. I first met Claudia last year and was totally blown away by her energy. And she did not let me down. She doubled down on that energy today. Uh, She came in like a whirlwind. And we found ourselves just rattling through the conversation at breakneck speed. So I'm hugely grateful for her for giving us the time. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Now, you don't have long, so don't get distracted. Give us your full attention. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Claudia Winkleman on The Most Important Podcast. This room is uncomfortably warm. I love warm. But I like the fact you're not going to take your coat off because you've got to go. Of course I'm not taking my coat off. And also, coats are my life. I've never knowingly been warm. I wore a sweater on the beach. Yeah, correct. That's... I don't even know how to cope with that. A sweater on the beach? Yeah. I've never knowingly been warm. What? But I like cold weather. This room is unbelievable. Oh, it's divine. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's like an oven in here. Claudia, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, You win an award straight out the bat, which is good, right? Come on. To start with a win. Is it heavy? Um, No, it's, I mean, it's not real. It's imaginary. Imaginary. Uh, You were the fastest person to respond when I asked you. I'm a friendly human being. And I love you for that. That's the reason I, that's the only reason I get works. Just because I'm like, yeah, I'll turn up. I'll bring a packet of sandwiches. But you've got that reputation. People love you. Whenever I mention your name, people speak very... No, they do. Are you phoning my parents? They love me. No, no, no. I haven't phoned your parents. That would be weird. Um, Even Barry. Yeah. They're very keen. (laughs) Uh, Anytime I mention your name, people speak so highly of you. No. Well, that will end. Do you think? Yeah. No, I just... My mum and my dad were very strict and they brought me up to be the first one there, be the last one there, smile, make tea, be grateful. How is your tea? Not very good. What? Because, well, this is what I don't agree with a very milky tea unacceptable so when somebody says to me a weak tea extra milk I'm like now I'll be the judge of that then I give them a very strong tea I like mine to be the colour of teak because I think I'm going to win them over but they're unhappy with that no it shouldn't be the colour of teak tea should be made the colour of me yes and that's any darker than that it's too much okay fine it's a you know racial joke Um, we're going to run through a whole bunch of most important things I like it your energy today has got speed I'm so bouncy. You're bouncy. I'm enjoying it already. So I'm either sedentary or 110 miles an hour. I can't do that, like, just cool middle thing. 
So if you're listening to this on a podcast app that has the ability to slow it down, strong, you could slow it down to like a 90 and Powerful. this would be normal yeah. business. Yeah. Uh, I want to start with your most important memory. Oh, well, I don't see, I don't know whether this is a memory or I just saw a photo of it and it was so cute and it was me and I think it was my mum and a chicken. And I had, I'm a proper London girl. I've, no, I've been to the countryside twice and I'm 48. Both times I was confused. Should we go for a walk? Where? We're just going for a walk, but where to? No, should we go for a walk? But what are we buying? Do we need milk? No, we're just going for a walk. Again, I'm like, no, thanks very much. And one of my best friends moved to the countryside and she got a garden, I don't have a garden. Um, and she said, Claude, I grow my own vegetables. A disgrace. Um, Anyway, I do visit her, but I visit her in very high heels so that I know the walk and everything is out. She's like, you come for Sunday lunch. I was like, look at these four inches. Anyway, um, so I'd never seen an animal before. I'm not joking. We didn't have a pet. How old are you in this photo? 17. No, <laughs> no, tiny. Two, toddling along, walking along. You know, quite busy. Uh, like little people are, just busy, got stuff to do. Would love to chat, but I've just got to put this in a different drawer. You know, that kind of situation um anyway and there and it's a hazy photo and it's very sweet and my delight at si and chickens are pretty extraordinary mm, yep. anyway fluffy little sort of puppies aren't they really sort I don't, of ridiculous looking ridiculous but magnificent i've always liked chickens ever since i eat nine eggs a day at least um not raw i'm not rocky but uh fried <laughs> on toast anyway uh and there i am and there is uh, that is and i have a memory of the thrill of a chicken Amazing. Uh, I think I know one answer that this one will not be. So mm. the next one is most important place. I'm guessing we can rule out the countryside. My bed. Oh, really? I live in my bed. I mean, my husband's like, mate, we should have just bought like a bedroom because that's where, if it was up to me, we'd breakfast. I like all my kids to sleep with me, which is a bit weird because the eldest is about to be 17. He's like, honestly, mum, I've got a bedroom. I'm like, but still, look how cozy it is. Um, I like to eat supper in bed. I like to watch whoa, news night whoa, in bed. Whoa, yeah, supper bowl in of, bed. Not even just supper, not even like a small snack or a bowl of cherries. I'm talking like ramen. That's, that's, yeah. You can't eat ramen in bed. Watch me. I mean, it'd be weird if I invited you. We'd met a couple of times yeah. but it feels forward um uh yeah my i love sleep i have at least one nap a day yesterday was a two napper oh powerful glorious and uh yeah so yeah home home and everyone's okay with you eating ramen in bed not well i mean define okay it's <laughs> <laughs> no, not okay but they've had to like this is the situation you yeah, just peeling, deal with it i'm peeling an orange yeah it's 11 o'clock at night oh, i'm in bed oh you're peeling an orange Oh, no. Yeah, that's the situation. I mean, it wasn't an actual invite, but I'm not coming around now. That no. sounds awful. Yeah. The house is all being taken away. Everyone's taking everything out of your house. What's the possession that you save? Uh, I guess photographs. Yeah. I'm not really... I'm, you know, the coat I'm wearing, I ha I've been married 20 years, and I had this coat before I met him. So I feel slightly emotional about, like, a great coat. But... I'm not, my mum has never really been interested in stuff. Mm. So, of course, I like pictures, but if the kids are safe and my husband's safe and my ramen bowl, let's move on. That's it. You just need a, a, a decent coat, some photos and a ramen bowl. Yeah. Is and that bad? I mean, do people give more complicated? I just, you know, as long as we're all safe, that's fine. Yeah. I don't have something where I go, guys, remember? 
don't touch mummy's jewellery box. I don't have a jewellery box. I've got some a bag in a drawer. You know, it's it's not it's not that. I'm mean, I really I'm keen on brushing my teeth. Yeah. So maybe my toothbrush. Toothbrush in the coat pocket. In the coat pocket. Counts off we as go. One item. Kids, let's go. <laughs> um, from the you've been in, on our screens for a number 900 of hundred years. I was going to say a number of years. Thank you. I thought that was more polite. Yeah, I don't mind. 900. How lucky am I? I mean, since the last century? Yeah, at least. At least. Yeah, yeah. At least. Um, what's the most important piece of advice you've had in that time? Uh, well, the, I, again, it goes back to our beginning. My mum and dad were quite strict with manners and with uh, treating people with respect. And I think... And my mum, actually, I think I'm sort of most proud of my friendships, um, also said look after women because... I mean, men are also fine. You seem pleasant. Fine. But uh, look after women because they will always have your back. So all of that. They, they are fonts of wisdom, my parents. And do you think that's been true? Yes, definitely true. Everything they've said is true. I mean, be kind, be polite, be respectful, be early. Don't be late. Late people are tools. Uh, and look after your, you know, water your friendships. Look after your girls. They'll look after you. And I've had the same friends for 900 years and they're right. Yeah, I think... I think that's a real marker of a person, how long those friendships have lasted. You know when you meet those people and they go, yeah, I've met this guy who's amazing on holiday about six months ago. He's got, I'm like, well, where are the other people? Yeah. Where's the legacy friends? Yeah. Where's the ones that you can check in with and go, have I become that awful person? Yeah. I think yeah. that's so important to have those people that you can anchor and go. Yeah. And who know you better than you know yourself and you'd look after them and they look after you and you have a laugh. Yeah. Amazing. What's the most important um, decision you've ever made? Um, for me to come off the pill, I think that was a good decision. Um, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if any have been amazing, but you know, my life is my children. But mine, I'm not saying that everybody else would have. You know, lots of girls would be like, "Oh, gross," um, or women and men. But for me, uh, deciding to have those puppies was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, they're not actual puppies. No, that would be that would be a whole different stranger thing. Um, I can relate to that. I think it took me a long time to get to that decision in my head of having children. I'd always thought I wouldn't ever have children. Did you? Yeah. But look at you now. I know. And Your then, king dad. And well, I don't know about that. But we, we had the first one, and then and actually, I talked about this recently. That the decision to have a second one, I found really hard. Yeah. Like that decision of like, oh no, but everything works now. Yes. And we we can really successfully outnumber her. Yeah, there's yeah, two yeah. Of us. Yeah. We can gang up on her, and it'll be fine. And now there's two of them and they can gang up on us maybe there'll be three no oh, okay oh god no uh, no you should never get outnumbered that's yeah, like i'm outnumbered basic territory of it, any tactic of any war don't yeah. get outnumbered as soon Strong. as you're fighting on three sides yeah yeah you can't win the next question is the most important person to you and it can't be a family member that's ridiculous i, I need a selection well can i i'll be the judge of that well can i have my girls can I have so my the if it's not my husband, my kids, my parents, my brother, my sister, then I'm having my friendships. Then okay. I'm having my girls, and I can't choose one. But there, there's five, six, and we. I saw one on Monday. Two came over on Wednesday. Uh, we're having lunch on Sunday. My friendships are everything. So they're my most important people. And what what is it that makes that important to you? What's the oh sort of- well, number one, they're funny as hell. Number two, they're kind. Number three, I rely on... They They can decide everything and I decide for them. 
and there is an absolute shorthand which isn't well yeah this happened to me and yeah I lived here when I was 18 or whatever they know everything and I know everything about them and uh, yeah they're family they're sisters perfect um, and if I was to change the question to be the most important person in your career oh my goodness I have so many I think a woman called Joanna Kay who uh, was my agent for 19 years and friend and just a genius and said why don't you ever go at this and I was like no I can't I'm too scared she went no no go on do that and do you get scared? That's... Yes, of course you get scared. You seem so confident every time I've ever seen you. Don't be ridiculous. No, of course. Scared is good, though. Yeah. Because when you're not scared, then you turn into a bit, you know, you have a responsibility. When I, when I say responsibility, I'm a moron. I mean, I paint myself orange and read out loud. But you want to, if people are watching, you want to do the best I job mean, you actually, can. I mean, actually, somebody else paints you orange and yeah, you read out loud. Yeah, of course. Debs. <laughs> Debs does. And somebody else writes the words for you most of the time, right? Yeah, but not not too many words. Not I don't too like many too many words, no. Because you improvise quite a lot, right? Well, you try. Yeah, on Home Cook, I just there's no script. And on Strictly, there's a phone number to read. Yeah. And about that, no, but there are brilliant writers. There's a brilliant boy called Rob. I don't want to be rude to him uh, in case he listens. But, yeah, and also it's teamwork. Yeah. So it's it's got, you know, Strictly's got very little to do with us. It's everybody else. Do you think that's true? I know that's true. So if you two weren't there, be fine. Would you it? could do it. No yes. way. I've watched it live. It, that it's a skill. No. It's a, it's a skill to build that atmosphere. Well, and I love her. Bit. I love her. But I also I love the crew. I love the dancers. I love the celebrities for taking part. I love the props boys. I love lighting. We've got the best BAFTA winning director called Nikki, who's calm and cool and amazing, and the best producers. And right at the head, the boss, yeah. the person driving it, is a woman called Sarah, no. who produced last year with a newborn. She gave birth, I think, four days before our first live show. And she flew. She just did it. She could do it from home. She could, you know, whatever. She was amazing. That's an amazing skill, though, right? To be able She's to, amazing. to do that and have your head in so many places at yeah. once. But maybe that's what great producers do all the time, right? There are, I'm lucky enough to have worked with the most brilliant producers. The next question on my list, um, and I think this is often the hardest, the most important mistake you've ever made. Oh, well, that's incredibly easy. Get ready. Last year, you don't have, you're not there yet, but you just have to listen to me. When your kids, so one's almost 17 and one's 13, and now I've got a little one. Uh, all I want to do is when we go on our annual holiday, is to take them somewhere without Wi-Fi. Feels quite evil but that's who I am I don't even make a thing of it they turn up you know we're in the highlands wherever we are um, there's a little pocket of Norway they go mum oh there's no wifi I go oh, oh. <laughs> should we play some cards <laughs> should we read a book should we just do chatting uh, let's all get into the bed here um, and eat ramen from the bowl yeah and uh, so that's the situation and two years ago I said well let's go to the Arctic let's get on a cruise and go to the Arctic and everyone said, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that, Claude, because there won't be any other kids for the kids and it'll be freezing and it's light all the time. I would not hear of it. I was so thrilled. My little one got started getting really bad seasickness day three, right? And there is, and you're not near any land. You're just on rolling grey waves, trying to look for a polar bear. We didn't even, we, I mean, I was at the end, I'd have been happy with a puffin. Um... And yeah, we smelt of sick for a whole 10 days. That was the word. And if you ask my kids, so now I'm not allowed to plan anything. I'm not even allowed to choose dinner. After that, and it was during the World Cup. My son's the biggest football fan. And he couldn't, there was no wife, there was no way of communicating 
everybody on the ship was a bit sick. Everyone was green. You went into the buffet area and we all put on two stone. The only thing you can do is eat. You eat, then you're sick. I mean, it was just, I can't, I can't. Uh, how long did it take you to realise it was a mistake? Well, I know I knew almost immediately because me and my husband are massive players of bridge. We love bridge. So I thought, we're going on a cruise to the Arctic. I've seen films. We're going to find people to play bridge with us. Um, nobody wants to play bridge. We would literally go up to people going, do you play cards? Me just sort of miming cards. <laughs> they were like, no. Uh, then we went to our five berth. You know, we were all literally in a single bed and uh, it was light all the time. Our blinds didn't work. So it was at 3 a.m. It is like, I mean, it was fascinating and I sound spoiled and horrible and I'm very grateful we were lucky enough to go away. But if you ask my kids, what is the worst thing she's it's the Arctic cruise. It's gone down in family history. Every photo is of somebody hurling. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Keep it in for one minute. Say cheese. Okay, no. All right. Don't worry, Tilda. Off you go. But you must be able to, for you, say that's pretty successful if you can nail it to say your one mistake was one bad decision no i'm sure i've made lots of other mistakes but that's i love you for that but that's the in the fat in the history of our family and we have lots of chats about i make them try and talk the best thing about the year the worst thing about the year well you what you know even the little one he's eight like what was your favorite thing of the week and it's normally a hula hoop or a twiglet he's mad for a twiglet he had a twiglet for the first time about two years ago still talking about it what is that magical stick of nuttiness yeah it's a twiglet babe um yeah the cruise has gone down in, and everybody in the family knew everybody that uh yeah we came back and it was it was a horror all the clothes just had to be washed several times the other bit that struck me as we were talking about this is you started this whole conversation by saying you've never knowingly been warm and you went to the Arctic. Well, I like being cold. Right. But, well, I like being wrapped up. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened to me. I think I'd seen a Poirot. I don't know. <laughs> I had visions. Someone dies in that. Yeah, that's true. But I had visions. Yeah. You know, I'm a bit of a romantic. I was like... <gasps> going to be on the sea and it's going to be us and we're going to find people to play bridge and there's going to be no wi-fi and the kids are going to go mum you're right dickens was great and we're going to eat in buffets i love a buffet more than anything and there's going to be an omelette station and we're going to have the most magical time i love the optimism of anyone saying that the kids were going to say mum you were right about dickens yeah yeah smashed it mum you're that not was wrong the most hopeful thing um I'm going to let you go. Thank but we've you. got to do a quick fire bit before Love we go. Love quick fire. Right. Super quick fire. I just want your first reactions. Good. Most important song. Oh, uh, Wonderwall, Oasis. Hmm. Most important film. Uh, E.T. Most important career aspiration for you. I've already done. I've fulfilled everything. I've, I've, I've done more than I should. I think we're all agreed on that. Uh, most important actor. Um, that's very difficult. That's very difficult. That's very difficult. I suppose Robert De Niro. Uh, most important book? Mm, Test of the Durbervilles, Thomas Hardy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. Yeah? Yeah, I fell in love with books with that. Uh, I'm going to skip off. Can I just tell everybody who's listening that we're in a maze of hell? I don't even know where we are. It took us 17 hours to find a tiny red room and we might never leave. I come here every two weeks and I still can't get back to this room. No. If it wasn't for Barney, like we Is Barney, me... is that Barney? Barney, Barney's in the, sh this unbelievable shirt just here. 
outstanding. If it wasn't for him, yeah. every week, and actually he's taking most to, important person, Barney. Barney. He's taking to looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. Every time I start going left, yeah. he looks at me like I've got no idea. I'll get out in right. like I don't know June. No, it's fine. I'm. We're going to escort you out. I love you. You're Give me a piggyback. <laughs> uh, huge thanks to Claudia for coming down and being part of the most important podcast. There's something incredibly compelling about how self-assured she is. Of course, on the surface, there's definitely a British self-deprecating vibe, but underneath it, there's a real honesty. There's something really brilliantly compelling about that. Next week's episode is a very different energy. We've got comedian Michael Dapper on the show who brings a very laid-back vibe, a very thoughtful vibe. If you don't know Michael, uh, look him up on Instagram, Google him, go on YouTube and watch Big Shack videos. Michael is a true, true comedian of this era. Multi-talented, thoughtful, insightful, uh, a wonderful, wonderfully interesting creative force. So make sure you've hit subscribe so that this podcast arrives for you next Tuesday. Michael Dapper on Most Important Podcasts.